Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. Oh my. Um, in today's episode, it's going to be kind of a different little episode here. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Now, I don't know if we're going to be doing a lot of like film reviews and stuff on the channel, but we're going to do one for this, and there's going to be a separate video talking about um, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, basically, because there hasn't really been a big budget theater release in over a year now, at least yeah. not in the States, because you weren't allowed to go to theaters for about a year. So we found it good that these are in theaters now and that you can actually go and view them. Mm -hmm. And so we thought it would be nice to make an episode talking about it. If people tend to like this, then uh, then we might make more. Now, this will be more of a spoiler talk slash review. So if you haven't seen A Quiet Place, um, it's very good. Go and watch it. It's definitely worth going to see in theaters. I would highly recommend actually seeing this movie in theaters. I don't think this one is VOD. I know Conjuring not is. Not yet. But this one is not yet, so. Yeah, it will be in a couple weeks, I believe. I think it's in theaters until the end of June, and then it goes to VOD. But yeah, so we're basically just going to be talking about the movie, our thoughts on it, what we liked, didn't like, um, and all of that kind of stuff. And I think we probably will give it a rating at the end. I kind of know what I think about the movie in my head as a rating. But um, yeah, so you can start, Kim. What did you think of the movie overall? Okay, well, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I really enjoyed the first one. I really liked the whole concept of this movie just being so, like, literally, it's a, it's a quiet freaking movie. Like, nobody talks. And I actually just saw an article the other day, and it had, um, where they said in the original Quiet Place, there's only, like, eight minutes total of dialogue in the entire movie, <laughs> mm -hmm. which... Now that I think about it, yeah, it kind of makes sense because only half of the cast is actually speaking. Uh, most of it is sign language. So, okay, in the first one, the little kid gets it. He plays with the little airplane. The sound goes off. The aliens come and go, rah, and eat him. The theater was dead silent after that happened because everybody was just like, oh, my God, like, they literally just killed this little kid in, like, the first ten minutes of the movie. Right. And everybody was just quiet. It was so somber and crazy and just, it was like, wow. And, um... Doing was, yeah. <laughs> doing doing stuff like that, too, sets the mood for the movie, I think, as well. On the kind of... Having something like that at the beginning of the movie really sets people up for that, uh, that kind of like anything is possible type of mm -hmm. feeling. Same reason like Game of Thrones and like Walking Dead, well, the first few seasons, were so good <laughs> because like they just didn't like, it feels more real and it feels more tense when you know that the movie's willing to kill off main characters. I yeah. mean, it kills off John Krasinski's character, you know, um, yeah. in, in the first one as well, which, you know kind of, I feel like, ended up benefiting him so he could just focus on directing this one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it, it helped. It, it did really help the movie a little bit. Like, he's in this movie um, because they do actually yeah. do a flashback. It's a, a, a day one scene. Yeah, a day one scene yeah. where everything hits the fan. Yeah. And he's in that, obviously. And then they go back to modern day and, you know, you know that he's not around anymore and things like that. Because this one actually picks directly yeah. up, like, the second um, 
like exactly where the yes. last one left off. Yeah, so she's literally. Which I really like that because like this will do really good for like back to back viewing. So you can watch the first one, the second one, and completely mm-hmm. um, nonstop. Which I hope that um because there is there is going to be a third one. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they do the same thing with the third one. So you I can assume do that the they same. will, and I think yeah. it would be cool for them then when the third one is out out like that they have like a collection where you can watch like without the credits for example like just nonstop oh, that would be good. Yeah. like an extended cut where you just watch it from nonstop from nice. beginning to end that would make a really cool that um, would be a really good just idea. A, yeah uncut version of that that would be nice. I feel like I actually, um, I think I like this one more than I liked the first one. I can't believe how good the pacing is in the movie. Yes. Um, Because its runtime is, I'll have to look it up. I know it's an hour and a half or over. It felt like it just, like, was over, like, almost instantly. It was really weird how quickly the movie seemed to move along. Well, because they did a lot of stuff at the same exact time. Because, like, there's one part in the movie where, like, you're following um, the mom. And then you're also following the son and the baby, yeah. and you're also following the um, the deaf daughter and um, the guy they find, and it's like all three are having shit happen at the same exact time, and they just keep jumping from one to yeah. another to another, and oh, you're yeah. just like, it it, it it the pacing was just really well done with that though. It was just like wow, there's so much shit. What's gonna happen now? <laughs> um, yeah, and it. Yeah, and the way they did that with, like, multiple scenes going on at once and just kind of, like, cutting back and forth, too, like, this movie had, like, no filler at all. No. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, an hour and 37 minutes is its exact runtime, and yeah, like, all of that. There is maybe a scene, yeah, when they first meet Killian Murphy's character that has, like, a little bit of downtime, but then after, um, after, after Reagan leaves the little area that they're staying at, um, then it just, you know, picks up and just really doesn't stop until the very end of the movie. And even then, in the end, I think is the only, which we'll talk about that a bit, is in a little bit, is probably my only kind of complaint with the movie. Um, it's a little anticlimactic, kind of, I guess. But Killian Murphy, I didn't know that he had this big of a role in the movie um, going into it. I didn't know that he was going to be such a main character. Yeah, I had no idea either. Um, and I haven't seen him in anything for a while, so especially not in a big role. So it was really nice to see him, and like he really did a good job. He kind of almost, in a way, took the place of um, John Krasinski's character. Yes, yeah, definitely did. Um... Y- yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was nice because he kind of slowly became a father figure. Like, yeah, I was just gonna say he Reagan. came like a little bit of yeah. a father figure and kind of like a guardian for her. Right. Um, especially because of what they were trying to do with the hearing aid and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, I honestly, when I saw previews for it, I had, I had no idea he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea there was another guy in it. I, I didn't just, know he was in it until it. a couple of days before he went to see it. Um, I really didn't know much about this movie. On, I didn't really look too much. Well, I knew I saw the first one, but I didn't know. Yeah much about the story where it's going. I try to stay away from trailers because if it's a movie that I know without a doubt that I want to see, I try and stay away from trailers. <laughs> and I suggest you do the same because we would talk about it more in the Conjuring review, but I feel like that movie most, because I did see the trailer for it, almost every cool scene was in the trailer, at least a little bit of it, which I hate that. It's like, mm. it's so annoying. But The Quiet Place, thankfully. Yeah. I also actually, I saw one trailer for The Quiet Place and they basically just edited the opening. It was mainly the opening sequence. I feel like the trailer wasn't too spoilery, the one I did see for this. Um, So that's nice. It just feels like John Krasinski really just knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Which is, 
I don't know. It's just like the amount of care that goes into like a concept like this. Like we've seen concepts in horror movies, obviously like this before. Like most horror movies, the objective is to not be real loud, because <laughs> you know, and if you're in a horror movie, something's probably trying to kill you in some right. way. Right. Um, literally, you <clears throat> cannot do anything. And how well realized the idea is. Yes. And I think, and that's what makes the movie um, so suspenseful and so almost gut-wrenching at times to watch because the, the tension, be, um, you know, it's just like winding and winding and winding, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh... It, the, the part that I thought was the most, like, um, terrifying for that reason, for the, the whole not making a noise was the bear trap. Oh, yeah. Because he's literally screaming in pain because of that thing. And they're like, shut up, shut up. And they just keep trying to make him not make noise. And it's like, how do you not make noise? You you literally, your foot just got snapped in a bear bear trap. Yeah. It's like, how do you not scream for that, you know? And. that was terrifying because you're like, oh my God, they're on their way. You know, like it, you're watching this and you're like, the aliens are on their way. You know yeah. that they're coming. <laughs> yeah, and now it's a matter of getting out of there and not making any more noise so they don't hear you, <laughs> you know, or just leaving him behind and being like, bye. <laughs> you're like not sure what they were going to do, you know. And it was it was terrifying when that happened. Oof. Yeah. And, I, I, yeah, it just shows how you can take a simple concept like what if, making noise can literally end your life and and how many different ways that they can play with that and another just really brilliant scene um is when they um they end up meeting these and it's really never explained who these people are or why they're trying to hurt them but they're basically um you know they're trying to get to the island so this girl can put her earring aid and play it across the radio so they have this sound on the song that's on the radio um basically to kind of weaponize the sound of the sound that they this frequency yeah um that hurts these creatures, that kind of makes these creatures vulnerable to kill. Um, well, when they're trying to get to the island, there's these, you know, these group of like, I don't know what you want to call them, bad guys. I guess we'll just call them bad guys because yeah, I don't really know what like, their purpose was, but like, they were basically trying to, I don't really know what they were trying to do to them, but not good things. Right. And they, and it's just to watch the dynamic because the bad guys know that they can't really make noises or else the creatures will kill them. And the people, and you know, um, Emmett and Reagan, they, you know, they're being held hostage and stuff, but they don't really want to scream or anything like that because they know that the creatures will come and then kill them. So it's like both parties, both the bad guys that are kind of capturing them can't make noise. And, you know, and then the innocent people, you know, that are being captured, our main characters, they can't make noise um, because they'll still get murdered by the thing. So it's kind of funny watching these two opposing parties go against each other, but they both have the overarching fear of these aliens or whatever the hell they are. Um, I'm assuming they're aliens because there's comments come from the beginning of this, come yeah. from the sky in the beginning of the movie, which in the first one, it was never really said, I don't think, what they were. No. But this one pretty clearly shows that they're aliens. If not, I don't know why the comets were coming down yeah, from the sky. Like, um, I don't know if they're like pods of creepy alien creatures. I don't know. Asteroids. They're right. Like- and that's another thing that's kind of freaky too is like, Never is explained because they don't know what the hell yeah. these things want. Yeah, they don't know what they, they want, just kill. what they did. They, they just, just kill. Just nothing. Yeah, they're basically just Michael Myers. They're just killing because, <laughs> yay. You know, they just end everything that makes noise. Like, yeah. And I don't really think they eat the people. I don't even know what they sustain on. It's just they're these mis- there's this mystery to us and the mystery to the characters. All they know is they got to shut the hell up to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, overall, I thought the movie was really, really good. Like I said, the end basically was just like, oh, now it ends and you need to wait for the third one. Yeah. Like, she puts her hearing aid up to the thing and she looks at, uh, like, Emmett's character, or um, she looks at Killian Murphy's character, Emmett, and uh, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. That's just how it ended. And it just kind of cuts to black and you're like, oh. And you're like, okay, now what? So and it's like, wait till three. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... That's cool. I'm glad there's a third one. I'm kind of hoping they don't go more than a third one. Like, as long as Krasinski can keep up yeah. this momentum and this quality, yeah. um, which I think this will be a hard one to top. Although the first one I kind of thought would be a hard one to top, but they yeah, managed to do it with did this it one. really well on um, this one. Now, the first one is really great. I don't think, like, this one's miles better than the first or anything, because they're both great. Mm-hmm. But I think this one's just, I think the pacing in this one is so yes. brisk. And so, yes. and it comes, you know, and it comes with already knowing the characters from the first one. Right. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing with the first one is that you're establishing those characters. Right. Whereas the second one, you don't have to do that shit anymore. Right. The only person they had to really do that with was Emmett, and they did it very, very briefly at, like, a flashback thing. Yeah. And and you're like, oh, okay, so he's a friend. Okay, and we even, got that. And, and that was it. And it's really just... And the fact that you care about these characters really lies on the amazing performances from the actors and actresses oh in this gosh. because they don't even have much dialogue. No. So it's almost all through emotion and the tiny yeah. bit of dialogue they do get yeah. to say to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Reagan steals the show again. She stole the show in the first one. And I mean, like, everyone else is great, but she's just so good. It's just amazing so how good. good she is. And, you know, and all she basically does is sign language. Yeah. You know, I mean, she tries, she talks a little, but yeah, it's just, it's amazing how much a good actor slash actress can you know, do with so very, very little when it comes to, like, dialogue, all just through emotions and just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. acting. Uh, but, yeah, I would say for this movie, I I personally, if I had to put a score on it, I would give it, I would give it a nine, personally, is, yeah. what, I, is what I think that I would give it. Yeah, for sure. Nine, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Just because it, it's, it's so... Like, it's so different than your typical horror movies. And I like that people are just coming up with these really great ideas. And they're so few and far between. And I just really wish that more people would take these into consideration and just start being like, okay, well, I can take this original idea, you know, and, and make this horrifying but really, really good movie. And especially the fact that it's a big budget cinema release movie. Like you see, you see better stuff and like, there's a lot of independent, smaller movies out Mm -hmm. there, you know, and and stuff like that. But you don't see big budget releases. So every time we get a movie like this or we get a hereditary that actually makes us to the theaters, you know, it's just as a horror movie fan, it's just like, oh my God, thank you. Someone made something. (laughs) That's not just a crow flying out of a fireplace. If I see one more goddamn movie of a crow fly out of a flying place, it's jump scare. <laughs> that was something else. This movie had a couple jump scares, but they were all earned jump scares. They weren't bullshit. I hate bullshit jump scares. Oh, it's I the most hate annoying thing. Jump scares. Like real jump scares. I actually, I, I'm a fan of a haunted house movie. You know that has boogie boogies coming out and stuff. But when it's just the bullcrap ones, it just really irritates me. And especially like. There's some, like, for example, um, oh, God, the one with Daniel Radcliffe in it. Blady in the Black? Is that what it's called? What's oh, that movie Woman called? in Black. Woman in Black. Woman in Black. That one. Now, it has real jump scares, but there's so many towards the beginning that are, like, yeah. fake out. And it has a crow in a fireplace. <laughs> it, it does. It's one of the ones that has it. There's so many. But anyways, though, yeah, Quiet Place, if you haven't already seen it, well, we just ruined it all for you. Um, what did Sorry. you think? Yeah, but, I mean, you knew. Not really. 
Um, <laughs> hopefully everyone goes out there and sees it. What did you think about it? What would you give it on a rating? Do you like hearing us talk about movies? Would you like to see more of that? If so, leave us a comment. Also, subscribing to the channel and liking the video also lets us know. It's free and uh, helps that a lot. If you want something that's not free that helps us out even more, look at, you can check out our Patreon. All the links for that stuff is below. Also, make sure to, if you're listening to some podcast form, leave us a five-star review. Uh, if you're listening to like Apple Podcasts or if it's one of the platforms that lets you leave a review, I think most do. Um, yeah, and if you're listening to it on that, make sure to check out the YouTube channel because we do a lot of stuff that's just video form as well. Thank you very much for listening and watching, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.